Come here, bird. Keep my days nights doing what I please. You know, I don't have no star borders, because they keep you on the shelf. And I ain't taking orders, so I just go along enjoying myself. Should I go sailing across seven seas? No one can stop me doing what I please. Taking all the dances, that's because I do what I please. I blow into these parties just like a reckless breeze. I don't smart all these other smarties because I do just what I please. You know, where there's no action, you will find that there's blues about. And I get my satisfaction only when I'm stepping out. And whenever I get tipsy out at one of these jamborees, no one can stop me 
Cause I do what I please opened up this week's old Kaja show with a fetch water and its rhythm which sad sap sucker am I then Don Redman and his orchestra with uh, doing what I please now the first song of course was uh, written and sung by Fats Waller the second tune was composed by Andy Razoff and Fats Waller I like Fats Waller a whole lot there's a lot to like about Fats because there's a lot of Fats his real name was uh, Thomas Waller now, because I like Fats Waller so much, and because his birthday is on May 21st, two weeks from tonight, I will be presenting an entire show, an entire old codger show, devoted to the music of Fats Waller. Plenty of uh, recordings by Fats I'm going to play, and uh, there's a number of recordings by other people singing uh, Fats Waller's music. So, uh, if you don't like Fats Waller, I, I don't think you're an idiot. What's one step up from an idiot? Anyway, in two weeks, after that Fats Waller tribute, I've given you advance notice right now. We will repair to the bunker to get plush to the scuppers to celebrate Fats Waller. You should plan to get plush to the scuppers in your own bunker, because there, there won't be room in mine with all the buddies I'm inviting over. Now, if you, if you don't have a bunker, order one from Sears. They sell Sears bunker kits, and they will deliver the parts by rail car to your vacant lot. They're reasonably priced, and uh, they, they come with full instructions for assembly. Now, if you have trouble getting it properly assembled, you can call Del Barton Handyman. They will send over someone who, uh, who, uh, who screws up the job so badly that you will think, I can do better than this imbecile, and you will suddenly realize how good you are at assembling bunkers. Del Barton Handyman is always inspirational that way. They, they, they come by to set a bad example and you begin to recognize your own resourcefulness and hidden talents. Speaking of the always inspirational Del Barton Industries, uh, we have been remiss lately in not extolling the virtues of their, their, their genetic testing service, uh, sorry, their breakthrough genetic testing service, which was launched last year. Now, we have a commercial to play. We, we played this commercial uh, last October on the radio, and Del Barton expected sales to go through the roof. That, that's a metaphor, of course, where sales wouldn't literally go to the roof. If it, did, if it did, it would cause extensive damage, and a good deal of the profits from sales would have to cover the cost of repairing the roof. What am I even talking about here? As it turned out, anyway, after this commercial aired, there were exactly zero sales. So, so perhaps you people weren't listening the first time. I know it's common for listeners to, to tune out commercials. You, you leave the room. You, you turn down the radio volume. So look. We're about to re-air this commercial for your own good and ours because we get paid by sponsors at uh, Del Barton Labs. So here's Gus Bodenheim, our announcer, to tell you about this wonderful service. Back in my day, sending one's bodily fluids to others through the U.S. Postal Service was seen as a mere prank, at best a hobby with few advocates. Today, it seems everyone and his uncle is avidly sending vile vials to sundry, well-promoted services in order to discover what their DNA tells them about their ancestry. Is there some distant billionaire cousin with a pending legacy from which one might glom a handsome ransom? Does the dim past conceal a connection to any legendary hero or scientific genius to assuage the abject mediocrity of one's own life? Can one definitively establish anywhere in one's lineage proof of any injustice or oppression to brag about at parties? Del Barton Industries, quote, proudly, unquote, introduces 123 and me. And while this service won't answer those queries, it will help you find out if you are genetically related to the old codger. As a lanyap, a cumshaw, or icing on the old cake, it will also warn you if you are carrying any Bodenheim blood 
along with a list of resources for coping with this unfortunate revelation. How 123andMe works is fun and easy. We'll send you a clean plexicrylic vacutainer in which to collect a sample of your saliva and all traces of cigar tobacco and or bourbon it contains. Or, if you prefer, you may send a quantity of feces, yes, feces, sufficient to conduct all relevant analytical tests. Do not send me your stool samples. Mail them to Rummy Delbarton, who will serve as lab administrator for these purposes. We'll send you his address discreetly upon request. You are advised to send Rummy very large stool samples, as large as possible. I'm talking a real slab, a good old... But I digress. 123 and me. From Del Barton. They say blood's thicker than the mud, but we say either way. Yuck. I guess you all no doubt have heard, and the press has spread around the word, that I made a talkie film some time ago inside a picture studio. And of course, you know how press agents are. They tell me that I'm a star. A talkie star? Yes, Ted, I'm all set. There's been no scandal about you yet. What do you mean, scandal, eh? Well, no stolen husband or duke from France. Say, what's the rush? Give me a chance. There's nothing done in Hollywood that Sophie can't do just as good. Just as good? Even better. I hope you mean that as a compliment. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, honky-tonk, perhaps you've seen, I hope you liked me on the screen. I guess you went to hear me sing and talk, make love and everything. You said make love? Of course, and say, if they had only let me have my way... The censors would have thrown a fit. In spite of it all, I would have been a bigger hit. Tell me, now that it's all done, in Hollywood, did you have fun? <laughs> Oh, did I have fun in Hollywood? I'd like to know. <laughs> Hollywood will never be the same. This red-hot mama set the town aflame. I went to some of those wild parties I'd heard about. I started making whoopee and 50 guests were carried out. They told me how naughty it would be. <laughs> Why, it was a Sunday school picnic to me. I hate to brag, but all the men grew as wild as they knew how. I even vamped all the cowboys away from their pet cows. I sent him home all crippled up and lame. <laughs> and Hollywood will never be the same. To tell you my experience would take too long, I fear. But I'm going to tell you one or two things that perhaps you'd like to hear. At first, my director said he'd like to test me, and I let him know that I'd been tested by experts and okay long ago. Soon we started shooting scenes, in came my leading man. My director said, Sophie, make love to him and do the best you can. <laughs> Folks, I went right to it, and what happened, I forget. You see, it was a year ago in January, and the poor guy is unconscious yet. Then the sheik started after me. I couldn't keep them away. Even Rin Tin Tin himself chased me seven blocks one day. And up and down those Beverly Hills, I gave them all plenty of thrills. A certain star spent an evening alone with me, and I'll have you know that an evening alone with me is like three weekends with Clara Bow. I sent him home all crippled up and lame. And Hollywood will never be the
We just finished listening to some fine 70 RPM records, which is all we play here on the Old Gods Radio Show on WFMU every week. Uh, the first one was uh, by Sophie Tucker, the great, the beautiful, the, uh, the amper, the uh, dynamic, the spectacular, the glamorous Sophie Tucker. Uh, we heard uh, Hollywood Will Never Be the Same by Sophie. Then Boots and His Buddies with a vocal by Carl Woods on a song called A Salute to Harlem. Then Earl Hines, Earl Father Hines, did the Caution Blues, it's subtitled Blues in Thirds. And finally, uh, in that set, we heard uh, Eddie Lang, a trio, here, uh, a trio with Eddie Lang on guitar, Joe Venuti on the violin, and Frank Signorelli on the piano, and they did Wildcat, all here on the Old Codger Show. Now, referring back to that commercial that you heard for 123andMe, the, uh, the Breakthrough Genetic Testing Service from uh, Del Barton Labs, I-, I hope you will use 123andMe, because Del Barton needs to recoup the tremendous costs of developing this amazing process. See, they put all the research and the clinical trials, two full weeks' worth. Uh, they-, they put it all on a credit card. Those interest payments are insanely high. Well, Robbie Delbarton, the CEO of Delbarton Industries, he, he tried paying off the credit card with uh, Delbarton Capital's new cryptocurrency, Codger Coin. We introduced it, uh, we launched it here last week, you may remember. But the, the Codger Coin transfer bounced back for some reason. Now, my assistant, Lola Bell Pancake, I don't know how these things work, she said it's something called a, a software glitch. Then she said it was uh, malware. I asked her, the, the good malware or the bad malware? But I'm getting in over my head with these newfangled concepts. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I don't want to say anything on the radio that could earn me a uh, subpoena, get me dragged into court to have to testify against one of my buddies. Meanwhile, speaking of tremendous costs, Gus Bodenheim and Unita Bodenheim are demanding residual payments for the rebroadcast of their voices when these commercials are aired a second and third time. They're, They're teaming up and complaining about my stinginess and how they're being unfairly, uh, their labor's being exploited. They want to form a union, and they're threatening to picket my bunker in East Orange. Well, I told them to direct all such complaints to to Laura Bell, who's, who's also my advertising director, and she's the coordinator of diversionary defense. Yes, diversionary defense. You know, if, if, if say you're attacked by wild monkeys. Well, Lola Bell knows where to throw the diversionary bananas, which would give us an opportunity to escape. That, that example is not theoretical. It actually happened. I have instructed Lola Bell that if Gus and Unita appear outside waving protest signs, she is to heave rotten bananas at them. She has a good arm and excellent aim, as Lola Bell is descended from the great... Lefty Grove. Well, we're going to go back to music now here on the Old Codger Show. Uh, we have an hour's worth of 70 RPM records every every week here on WFMU. So here's our Victoria Spivey with a Porter Granger. I want to hear two parts of the song, You Gotta Have What It Takes. Bet you can. You got to have what it takes. Well, 
wearing stages while his steps made rhythmic thumbs. And they nearly dropped the drumsticks when he tried to do the bums. You've never heard such unearthly laughter or such hilarious groans when Skelton in the closet ran his bones.
In that set of music, we heard our Victoria Spivey. She was in a duet with Porter Granger on You've Gotta Have What It Takes. We heard part one and part two. Then Putney Dandridge and his orchestra did uh, the skeleton in the closet. Uh, then Art Blakey, very early Art Blakey and his messengers did Musa's vision. And finally the Coleman Hawkins Quartet, that was a uh, Thelonious Monk on piano. We heard Drifting on a Reed. Old kind of show here on WFMU. And don't forget, in two weeks, as I said earlier, we will feature the entire program devoted to a Fats Waller birthday special. Fats would be 117 years old on May 21st. I vaguely recall when, when I was 117. I remember that the government tried to cancel my old age benefits. They claimed that my social security number had expired. But I, I pulled out my card and I showed them it was still valid. They, they just couldn't believe that I had such a low number. My social security number is six. What's yours? And it's time, it's time, it's time for another soundtrack from a major motion picture starring you-know-who. As the Lola Bear told me, it's, it's not good radio form to shout. So I'm going to whisper the... Another uh, soundtrack for major motion picture starring Flip the Frog. This uh, the major motion picture is called uh, What a Life. It's from 1932. You remember 1932. If not, uh, look it up. It's in all the history books. Well, in this Flip the Frog major motion picture, the co-stars and the cameos are, let's see, we got the Nola Bamber, uh, Tony Tenderbars Marconi. I'll explain the nickname in a future show. A special walk-on by Gummo Marks. A special walk-off by Ricky Mooney. Uh, playing a traffic cop in this uh, major motion picture is the great uh, Raul, Raul, Raul Jr. Jr. the third. Then there's uh, Lucifer Hubris and the entire chorus line. From Wolfie Cohen's Rascal House, uh, but they're only shown from the anchors down. So here it is, uh, What a Life, featuring Flip the Frog. How's that, Lola Bell? Thank you. 
you were a keen musician. Well, I am. All right, then you play something while I get on with the horoscope. All right, and I might be able to help. I can read the future and tell if fate's unkind. The stars I've read, I look ahead, and this is what I find. Climbing last week, a big mountain peak, I slipped down a rocky slope. I cried as I fell, I'm on my way to bed, I can tell it by my horoscope. My brother Joe pulled a wishbone with flow and said for the best, let's hope. Then he whispered, ooh, me we 
wishes coming true, I can tell it by my horoscope. There's lucky colours, lucky stones, lucky numbers too. Lucky eight, as sure as fate, will always pull me through. My cousin Kate is putting on weight, I said you're beyond all hope. Nature's unkind, your future's all behind, I can tell it by your horoscope. Once an old maid said I'm afraid, my future brings no hope. I said don't give way, the troops are home today, I can tell it by your horoscope. Early one morning, a baby was born, his father said please don't mope. Let's jump for joy, I know that it's a boy, I can tell it by his horoscope. There's lucky colours, lucky stones, there's lucky numbers too. Lucky eight, as sure as fate, will always pull me through. I study stars, Venus and Mars, for Venus there isn't much hope. She's all wrapped in gauze with a pair of flannel socks, I can tell it by a horoscope. you like. Good. Well, I suppose I'd better be taking our horoscope along and hope for the best. Um, I'll better be getting up back again to Bill. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Happy dreams. Oh! Oh!
final set of today's program. We heard uh, Flip the Frog and uh, the, the soundtrack of his major motion picture from 1932 entitled What a Life. George Formby sang I Can Tell It by My Horoscope. Ruth Edding with Keep Sweeping Cobwebs Off the Moon. And we closed out with uh, a sextet called the Philharmonicas. They play harmonicas. And they did uh, Raymond Scott's Powerhouse. I'm Courtney T. Edison, the old codger here in WFMU. Uh, thanks for listening. Although, really, I think you should be thanking me. All you did was sit there and bask in the radiance of great music made by geniuses who died for their art. As for my efforts here, I had to crank the Victrola. I, uh, I pulled 70 RPM discs out of paper sleeves, and I queued them up on the turntable. I have to program the whole show, and I have to use my vast imagination to entertain you for an hour, and then keep your thoughts from straying to suicide. Because, if not for these uh, Sophie Tucker, uh, Fats Waller, uh, Louis Jordan, and uh, the Big Spiderbeck platters, a goodly number of you listeners might have put a bullet through your skull by now. This music keeps you sane in a world without mercy. And the sooner you admit it, the sooner you will feel gratitude for my radio missionary endeavors. And remember, you know you can always count on me when I damn well feel like it. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Stay tuned for Hardy White. Welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Join me now, won't you, as we get together and we talk about important things by listening. And we listen to important things by talking. And just have a good time together. I'm going to share stories, and then I'm going to ask for them back. Because this isn't a story store, it's a lending library. You can keep the memories. I actually might want to borrow them back there for a while to show a friend. Hello? Hey, Don, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. Well, I'm just so, uh, I'm so happy. Yay. I want to share something with you. So, question. You can hear me? Oh, absolutely. All right, listen to this. What? All right. Harmonica. All right, fantastic. How about that, right? Yeah, man. Well, hang on. Listen to this. What? Oh. More harmonic. Very nice. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I just uh, discovered their harmonica. It's oh. given me so much joy. Oh, I can yeah. I uh, contain myself. Oh. It makes me so happy. And, and, and... I thought, who can I uh, share this with? And uh, so I said to myself, question, who can I share my joy with and my new love of harmonic? Let me just play you one more thing, Lou. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Play it down. That's great. I'm so glad you found something that brings you joy. When I was in the Weeblos, thank you for your service, I was asked one week, because I believe that the leaders had perceived that I was a lonely child, to bring in something that I was interested in, a hobby or something that brought me joy. So I decided to bring in my rock collection. I had a whole shoebox full of interesting rocks and stones, and I don't even know if there's a distinction. There isn't in my mind. In fact, I had really made no effort to figure out what kind of rocks or stones I had. That really wasn't what brought me joy. 
they were to me just as independent objects, interesting, beautiful, evocative. I imagine that they were magic stones, some of them. I'd line them up, I'd say, oh, get me uh, all the uh, wacky packs or something that I want. So I took these in uh, to the meeting. I don't remember much about it. I'm sure it was in some sort of church rec room and it smelled like erasers. And they said, all right, you have the floor. Tell us about your rock collection. And from that point on, I'm pretty sure I've blocked it out because what happened was that I was sort of uh, gently mocked for not knowing anything about the rocks. And nobody just wants you to hold up a rock and say, I think this blue one's pretty. They want you to say, this is uh, Ignatius Carbonite, and it's found in uh, the formations of the uh, whatever, Magnum. I didn't say that. I still couldn't tell you much about geology. I'm interested in it, I guess. I just don't know much. People always want to know, how could you be interested in something and be ignorant of it? Well, that's not my problem, uh, how small my brain is. I could still enjoy music. i do not always not able to tell you a lot about the things that I like. And I think that that's the case for somebody who has discovered a new joy. Our friends, they come to us and they say, oh, something's making me very excited. Say, what is it? And they go, this. Go, what is that? And go, well, it's a sort of a spiritual hippie drum that sounds like a gong. Well, really more like pots and pans, but also like a gong or something or the, or the resonance of the planets. If the planets could vibrate and make a sound like a string or something like, or a whoopee, cosmic whoopee cushion, that this is what they would sound like. So, oh, yes, it's very interesting. All right, keep going. Now, you might not be getting the same joy out of it. Look at your friend's face, though. That helps. Say, so look at them. It isn't often that we find things in this world that really move us, that help us forget our troubles, that can distract us. And I, I'm like that with uh, instruments and everything. And when you're alone, you know, you are the, the sovereign of your little solitary world. And alone, you are the best saxophone or sackbutt player or whatever you're playing or melodica or spoons. Say, so by myself, I am Spoon Man. And there are uh, rock groups, grunge groups coming to me and say, Spoon Man, uh, beat the rhythm with your hands. And you go, all right, I will, my black hole son. Uh, but, you know, when you have to compare yourself to others, you go, oh, gosh, this thing I thought brought me joy. Look, I'm terrible at it. Look what a real guitar player does. I must be. How can I get any joy or excitement from it? Well, you know the answer to that. My gosh. Uh, you know, it's between it's how we interact with things. This is that little space between you and the drum. That's what's really going on. There's always people that can be more dexterous or clever or inventive. And all our brains are a different size and some of us, you know, have abilities. That's great. That's fantastic. I am concerned sometimes alone with my perspective. Not always. But I want to ensure that I do not lose my joy, that I do not diminish it by thinking it doesn't stand up, it doesn't hold up to others. Uh, perhaps I shouldn't demonstrate it. Some things I, we're used to some things being kept in private to give us pleasure. Is that's not true? Yes, it is. So why can't we be that way with acoustic guitar? Say, oh, someone should ask me to see my acoustic guitar. I don't want just want to whip it out like that because that so, mm, it might not give them the same joy. Say, oh, you're going to play one of those folk tunes. Fantastic. And you know how that is. People have a visceral reaction. They say, what are viscera? It's your guts. You feel in your guts. Now, your guts aren't your brain, right? Which means that it is a feeling that is not controlled by your intellect. So I have a visceral reaction to some things. My guts are going, I do not like this particular music. I 